Hey everyone, welcome back to Legally Teaching Engineer Sports. I'm Dylan here with Sam and Max Loga. Today will be Leap Day, February 29th. And tonight's episode, episode 75, will be titled Categorizing Quintessential Sports Qualities. Sam, what does that mean? I mean, those are a lot of big words. Uh, shout out to your third grade English teacher. Hopefully they taught you those this year. Uh, I mean, basically, we're going to talk about what makes you good at a sport. Yeah, I think. that's pretty much it. All the way from a tennis player to a ball boy at a tennis match, maybe all the way to a third line center for an NHL hockey team. The things that we think make them a successful athlete at what they do. And it's kind of on the heels of what, Max? Why are we doing it that this week? Because this week is the NFL Combine. What takes? What does it take to make a good NFL Combine? Man, I'm not that sure. Would be a good one. That would have been a good. One. Maybe maybe we'll discuss. I like it. All right, we'll also be doing a roundtable talk. We're gonna do Serenity now, and we have Max's moments presented by Planet Fitness. All right, boys. Episode seventy-five: Categorizing Quintessential Sports Qualities. Let's get it going. We listen to music video. Listen to that and watch the music video today in Mr. Lobo's class. So let the people know. <laughs> a lot of treadmills involved with that. Speaking <laughs> of, here it goes again. The Michigan Wolverines are the 2023 College Football National Champions, in case anyone <laughs> forgot. All right. Max. That statement that statement could have gone one or two ways. It was either going to be Michigan National Championships or the Red Wings win again. I don't know. Yeah, so Max mentioned it. He's got a sick pillow. What is that? A pillowcase? It is a pillowcase. Screen printed. Where'd you get that done? Staples? Uh, actually, our good friends at State Dream and Designs hooked me up. Wow, that's a <laughs> trademark infringement. I'm going to let the Detroit Free Press know because I'm pretty sure our dad had a shirt very similar to that. <clears throat> Keyword is had. Uh, now it resides <laughs> with me. All right. So you're, you're all decked out in the wings. I got the wings hat, piston shirt. Sam's got the Michigan hockey. So we're going to let you go first, Max. Yeah. You are hot. How many in a row? Seven now. Um, could be running into it this weekend. You're about to play the Panthers. It's going to be a real test. So they played some bad teams previously, but now they're going to play some dogs. So it'll be interesting to see if they're putting their money where their mouth is kind of thing. But okay. So did you watch, Sam, did you watch Sunday night? Max, did you watch? What was that, what was that game? Kane going home to Chicago. Oh, uh, no, because it was on NHL net, and I don't get that. I don't get that Fox Sports Detroit here, so I couldn't watch it, but I saw the highlight. Yeah. yeah. Ken Daniels did an excellent job with the game wing goal. Uh, he is a magician of, of a play-by-play broadcaster. And Mickey with my <laughs> a good classic, oh my god. Oh, <laughs> quick, oh my god. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you could script it more to a T. Like, Chris Chelios, before getting his jersey retired, also a former Red Wing. I'm Red Wing. Played the most games as an American. And then you like Patrick Kane is probably the second best American people are saying behind Chris Chelios, who's played 21 years in the NHL, which is absurd. That's just crazy to think. But for him to go out and score, and then people aren't even talking about it. He had the assist on the game tying goal to debrink it, to set it all up, to get him to overtime. So, yeah, magical. Yeah, yeah they're I not mean, right now. 
they are not they're not only caught, but Kane is feeling it. Uh do you guys caught the Avalanche game? I hadn't seen him react to a goal yet this year with the Red Wings. And that one definitely put him in the mood. Like, all right, we're in it. Let's get it. I'm here. Yeah, they can all feel it. So the initial trade deadline is coming up. Uh the Red Wings are in a position for the first time eh, since 2016 to be in a position to make the playoffs. Um, they're gonna be buyers. It's exciting. Uh back to Kane, Sam. 30 points in 28 games, so that's pretty awesome. Um, also, so you were talking about celebration against the Avs, his celebration against the Blackhawks. We did net the game winner against former goalie for the Red Wings, Peter Morazic. Uh, he literally was chanting his own nickname while slamming about to slam himself into the glass. Showtime. That's uh, been showtime. Yeah. Yeah, pretty badass. Um, love to see it. I think I think a lot of people, so I think a lot of Lions fans have, have uh, traded in their Honolulu blue and silver. For the what is what kind of red does Red Wings wear? Just red. Fire yeah, fire engine truck, fire truck engine, fire engine truck red and white. Crimson white, pearly white. We'll give them some names. Fire engine truck red and pearly whites have been traded in from the Honolulu blue and silver. Okay. Um, and they need to chill the fuck out. All right. They're they're gonna they're gonna ruin it for everyone else. They're gonna ruin it for the people that have been here for so long. Uh yes, it's exciting. Don't nut on yourself yet. Go ahead, um, Right hand up. Uh, watching tickets. Wanted to go this Saturday. Giving away Alex. Bring it bobblehead. It would have been a sweet game to be there. Tickets originally started at like 50. Got up to 90. They dipped back down to like 70. And now as they sit, I looked like a day or two ago. They're at 120. It's the cheapest to get in the building. So Dylan's, to Dylan's point, Honolulu wave. They need to chill out. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The random, the random Jared Goff chance can go away. It's not football season anymore. All right, so relax. I am as big of my, I am as big of a Red Wings fan as anyone else, but you still got to check the boxes. Got to get there, right? I think everyone's already penciling in April in the D, and I hate saying that. I hate it. Don't. I don't know what the saying is, but don't count your chickens till they hatch. Maybe right. Let's just let's just say that. Don't put your foot in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Hockey is definitely one of one of the few sports, major sports, where a lot can happen in a very short amount of time. Uh, yes. A lot of points are handed out every every night in the NHL. So, yeah. And I did read. So they have twenty four games remaining. They could lose half. Red Wings get an outright, not even getting any overtime points, and still, I think it is more likely than not make the playoffs. They still have a ninety seven percent percent chance. Yeah, but like, I don't want them slipping in in the wild card. I want them getting in you know i'm still climbing i like it yeah yeah i like it all right so go red wings we're all rooting for it keep throwing the puss on the ice that's always sweet to see <laughs> um I'll, I'll go next so i got the piston shirt on with the red wings hat the pistons will not make nba history they won a game last night they beat the bulls i won it on record i told travis for the about three minutes into the game i texted him and said they're gonna win this game they in fact did win that game they did all they could to try and throw it away they did not though their starting core, the young core, I'm excited about. Jaden Ivey, Cade Cunningham's a beast. Duran's a beast. <laughs> Seward's back from suspension. I don't really know if I like him. Whatever. Um, and I think they have some young plugs. Like, a Star Thompson will be all right. And then I like Quentin Grimes off the bench. Doesn't matter. They got to win. Who cares? We're not going to talk about the Pistons too much. They got to win. So they're not going to have the sole possession of worst record in the NBA 
history. In 1976, the Philadelphia 76ers got nine wins, which is what the Pistons have right now. So at minimum, they will tie the NBA record. Woo. Shout, shout out to the Washington Wizards. They're tied with the Pistons right now. They have the same records. So that's sweet. Hell but yeah. also, the Pistons did win back-to-back games. They better appeal that, and they better get that W against the Knicks. Because the Knicks today, they tried appealing uh, a game from February 12th, and they just got denied. The NBA said, middle finger to you. You just got to win against the Pistons. So that's pretty sweet. Shout out to the NBA for saying screw off. It's not only that. I was I was there Saturday, and they should have won that one too. Well, I don't know, win, but the Orlando Magic hit a buzzer beater with Paolo Bencaro. No traveling call. A clear travel. Wildly horrendous. We could just talk about the NBA refs probably the whole show. They suck. They're our ass. But we will take a step back and move on. Sam, what do you have? Uh, I got a few. Of, I mean, dude, Michigan won. That's why I'm rocking the jersey. So Michigan hockey pulled out a W against Notre Dame. Dope. Uh, but in greater news, I don't know if you guys caught it. Bowl on. 1-0 up. 1-1. 98th minute. 2-1. At Man United. Fantastic game. 10 out of 10. The Cottages with a big win. Wow. Massive win. <laughs> yes. I, I did was... not catch any of that. Oh, I almost didn't want to watch it because I figured they were going to lose. <laughs> should, text, should have texted Max's boy Tate and talk some shit. <laughs> How do they sit in the Premier League? Let's see. Let's give it a Snug as a bug right in the middle of it. Right in the middle of it. They're, they're fine. It's right where they need to be. Bees are slowly dying. Yeah, well, it is winter time, so yeah. Save the bees is in full. Oh, the bees! The bees are two away from relegation right now. They're sitting sixteenth. That is not ideal for you, Dylan. Sam, they are snug in twelfth place. My seagulls are sitting seventh, looking for that playoff spot. All right, I respect it. It's good stuff there. Another soccer game. You guys see the U.S. women's lose to Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. 2-0. Yeah, see, nobody cares. And that's exactly why we, we talked about the other night. So, <laughs> they did all this winning. They had to win however many World Cups or people didn't even notice. So, they lose to Mexico, which should be a big deal because they shouldn't be doing that. Nobody says a word. No. No. Just remember, just remember that. What was, what was the game for? Like, like we said, Max, nobody said a word. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't even tell you what channel it was on. What time In other news... Playing. I tried I mean, to find it that on I couldn't. So. Professional I mean, women's soccer, their their preseason's getting going. There was a 13-year-old that played and scored. A 13-year-older. So what is that shit? Uh, sign a form, go out there. You know the deal. You've done it many times. I'm just saying. All right, moving on. Um, what is it, girl? The NC- What'd you there's say? A these, there's a lot of these boys that are not boys anymore. Was it a girl? <laughs> Good question. I don't know. I just saw a flash across the bottom of Sports Center, and I just it popped in my head when Sam. Oh, let me let me go real quick. A Sports Center thing I got. Did you guys see the Paris Olympic information misplaced or stolen? And they're like, ah, it's not a big deal. Keep your eyes peeled on the Paris Olympics. It's gonna be uh, my guess is a shit show. So just be. Hey, aware. Snoop Dogg will be blitz in the ground reporting. <laughs> It's no, I did not hear they're missing information for the Paris Olympics. What the hell is that? Yeah. They're like, but it was nothing important, so don't worry. You're like, what? Wild. All right, Max, you were saying something? Yeah, so did you guys hear about the NCAA swimmer 
that won his uh, – so it's ACCs from NC State. Uh, he won, like, the 200 free, and he was celebrating, and he sat on the, the middle. I don't know what you call those, like the buoys to divide the lanes. He sat on that one next to his teammate, and he slipped off into his teammate's lane, and that's a big no-no. So he had disqualified, and he lost the race. But the race was over. He just didn't exit the pool from his lane. And the, the judges said, no, dude, you're disqualified. So I don't know what your take is on that. The race was over and everybody was finishing up or already finished. And he accidentally, he wasn't like taunting anybody. He actually literally just slipped off it into the other lane. I'm a stickler for the rules. So I'm here for it. Get out of the pool. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I think <laughs> I saw the video of the guy who was given the first place saying I didn't win that. So I don't, I don't deserve this. Yeah. Um, but I, why? Uh, I think that's pretty stupid. I think common knowledge would probably prevail here. Maybe, hopefully, you would have wished, but I guess not. I mean, he he was just celebrating, sitting on the buoy, and then he slipped off into his. It wasn't even a random school's lane. It was his own teammate's lane, so it wasn't like he was like being a dick or anything. Yeah. So kids, kids these days think they deserve a trophy just because they won and they can do whatever they want afterwards. No, get out of the pool. Celebrate like a normal person. No. Oh, that's a great segue to court storming. I mean, teams win and they can celebrate like any way they want. I think court storming is fine. Just give us two minutes to get the other team off the court and then go for it. Nah. Yeah, go after it. Definitely, I'm definitely not worth getting rid of court storming. I would actually make it more aggressive. Like I think, get out there, um, do whatever you want. I don't know, but it is what it is. Don't be a dumb dumb. Like Kyle Filipowski, he shoved the kid that was shoving. I don't know. Like that's so soft. Like Seth Greenberg saying that someone should be shot in the head if they board storm. That's horseshit. I I I think court storming is college, and if you don't like it, don't lose. I don't know what you want. Like be better. I'm sorry. And then like don't say get off the floor. If you know it's going to happen, like, that kid was just, like, sauntering his way through. Like, if you really don't want to get touched, you can sprint off the floor and not get touched. Like, it's just like the Caitlin Clark thing, freak accident. She was running. The other that was a flop. flop. That was a flop. Okay. But I'm just saying. Two flops on the court stormies. And if you really want to go the Sam's route, you could have the security team literally get their little yellow rope, and you could direct kids come on the floor a different route instead of coming under the baskets or like away from the opposing team's tunnel. Right. So like if I'm thinking on Michigan's, you can literally you can angle them and let them come off by their bench. Nobody gets touched them. Speaking of Michigan, did you guys watch the Purdue game? Yeah, hold on, Sam. Uh no, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, my my thing's directly at the fan sale and you already stated earlier. Give me my story now. It's gonna be oh, nice. That's fantastic. I'll just wait. Yeah. I'll just let you enjoy right, that. Well, give me your two cents at that time too. Um, so back to this. So I just thought about it. I think they used to do it, and I don't know if they still do, but I don't think they do. Why don't? Why don't? Why doesn't the big or the, I don't? I don't know who governs this shit anymore. The head honcho. Why don't they hand out fines to the schools that do have court stormers? We're talking like big fines, and then if your school gets fined, maybe you'll put something in place that doesn't allow it anymore. I don't know. Like, it's on you. <laughs> like, they're not storming the court at Michigan because there's not enough students to do it, and it's really not practical. Michigan State, if they they could storm the court because their students are all on top of that court. 
Like you see these places like a weak force make it on the court so quick. So back to Sam's point. Duke had just missed, I'm pretty sure, like a half court shot in that instance to either tie or win the game. So they didn't know like it was like you had to be on the court the whole time. So that's that's a little sucky. And maybe I think both parties just have to be better, right? It's a little, a little common courtesy maybe on both sides. Yeah, I don't think you can get rid of it, but I don't hate the fine idea. It's like, you know, throwing the octopus on the on the rink or the Nashville, they throw a fish or whatever. Like that that's it's iconic. It's a thing. It has to keep happening. Just fine. Make it aware. Like we don't want this to happen, but we want it to happen. You know, like take the precautions. I'll tell you, I've never stormed a court, but I was we were on the field for 4227 Michigan. Uh, speaking of which, I had DM Jake Moody today, told him asking if he remembered me slapping his pads, see if he wanted to come on the podcast, see if he replies. Stay tuned. Um, other anyway, I, I think that could have been a lot more dangerous though. So I know like core storming is wild, but like if if Michigan wouldn't have been so cold, it was already dangerous. Like I was like helping shove people like off the field, like over the the fence because they weren't letting you like through anyway. So that was kind of wild. Um, but like I can see football being way more dangerous because the amount of people is tenfold. I mean, I, I can just see, like, the pure hatred that Michigan fans have for Ohio State that an Ohio State player didn't get, like, jumped or something like that. So, like, I'm just thinking of that in my head. Like, and, That's prison, though. Like, you're asked to go to jail, you do that. Yeah, okay. But, I mean, all right, yeah. Yeah. That's that's easily taken care of. Like, your ass is going to jail. Speaking of jail. Yeah. See that Texas Tech kid last night <laughs> get picked up by, like, six police officers? Yeah. What did he do? Throw something on the court? Yeah, supposedly he threw a water bottle on the floor and then he wasn't walking out of the stadium and then they just handcuffed his ass and dragged him out. But you see what sparked that whole thing? No, maybe not. Dickhead Texas player literally just body slammed a Texas Tech player into the scoring table. Literally, like, he was almost head first into the scoring table. The guy wasn't playing the ball at all. Just, like, equivalent to hitting the guy from behind in hockey, essentially. <laughs> Full on, just body checked him and that sparked everything and then they kicked him out this is where i think it went wrong they kicked him out and then the fans started throwing water bottles on the floor like they wanted more like one more he won they kicked him out gave him a flag <laughs> shoot two free throws you're getting the ball like what do you want and there should be more of that in basketball basketball needs to be more physical i want to I see less touchy feely calls and more body getting thrown. yeah i agree I, I would agree with that no doubt um so sam you barely touched on it. Michigan hockey. Yeah, they spoke to Notre Dame last week. They played Minnesota this weekend. Uh, playing for positioning right now in the Big Ten tournament. They could jump all the way up to third place if they sweep Minnesota. Um, but the big series is in Madison. One versus two. Michigan State is currently in first by, I think, two points. Maybe four. They're in, actually, no, they're in first by four points. Uh, so, no, I don't know about that. Whatever it is. Wisconsin basically and Michigan State are playing for the Big Ten title in hockey this weekend. Who are you guys rooting for? Who would you like to see win? Sam? Neither. I guess Wisconsin. I at least touched their rink, so. Been to the Cole Center, that's fair. Max? Uh, I mean, I guess I would say the same. Not really. Yeah, I'm going to go Wisconsin. Yeah, I'm not going to pay attention to it. not going to watch. I'm going to hope that one school – gets disqualified for some sort of drug finding out and they get points deducted. Michigan sweeps Minnesota, gets in the third place, and somehow wins the Big Ten as a result. But, yeah, I don't really care. Um, yeah. Max, do you have anything else? 
no, I'll actually do just to hit on it. I don't know if you guys or our JHLs have heard, but NFL dropped their report cards for each team. So there's funny stuff on there if you guys want to go look and read into it. It's everything from uh, like their food service to the maids to the team owner gets graded by the players and the association. And there's some funny stuff like um, something uh, the Bengals were ranked worse for their water pressure in the away locker room and cold water. Every game had cold water, never got hot. So they had the worst away locker room. And then like That's- that's such a fantastic, like, small mind game to play by the people. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And then supposedly last year, they wouldn't give their players three meals a day. So this year, during the season, they gave them three meals a day, but only on Wednesday. So they went from, like, an F to, like, a D in hospitality. So, yeah, it's it's pretty funny. They listen on everything. And it's a good book. Lines were not – lines weren't notable on anything, so that's good. Uh, yeah, there were some F minuses, not just Fs. Um, and one of the bad ones was the Chargers. They so what's it called? Daycare. So they have daycares. I didn't realize this at like which makes sense, right? Because if both parents work, like the dad's got to take the kid somewhere probably. The Chargers, Chargers charge fifty bucks for the first kid, or seventy five bucks for the first kid, and fifty dollars for every additional kid. <laughs> I did see. There's only two teams out there that have free child daycare on game days. Only two teams. That's wild. Yeah, so. Damn. Are you, hey, man, you can't even be a dual-income family when you're, like, a famous athlete. That's trash. <laughs> Actually, I take, well, let me retract it. I take that back. You guys made it. There's two teams that charge. The rest, there's 30 teams that have free daycare on no, okay. That makes more sense. That um, makes game day, though. Two teams. I cannot put my hands on those two teams, but I heard two teams charge still. Chargers. Okay. Um, and the reason behind the Chargers is, well, their quarterback used to be Philip Rivers. I don't know if you guys know, but his he has 11 kids now at this point. So when you have one person bringing in 10 kids alone. Well, he's, he's long gone now, so then maybe we should go revisit that. Maybe. Um, Sam, do you have anything else? Nah. All right. Last thing I have is uh, so four-on-four blacktop tournament hosted by a GHL, a couple GHLs. Not a very good name. Could have been a little more uh, creative with the name of the basketball tournament that will be in Taos, Michigan. Uh, but if you're interested or intrigued, anyone listening, uh, reach out and I'll direct you to the right person to talk to. We will be entering a team. Sam, you're going to be our coach, correct? Yeah. Waterboy? Yeah, Zoom meetups. I don't think you want me Waterboy for Zoom meetups. I won't be very good at that. I'll coach you. We'll need you boots on the ground, on the bench for game day. But yeah, you can Zoom meet for everything else. Right now, We've got a nasty shooting guard. We've got a pretty good power forward, and we got a good point guard. Um, there ain't no way you got a good power forward. Who do you got? Uh, B-Jax, he might transition into a shooting guard by the time it comes around, but right now he's a power forward. He's our power forward. He's oh, power forward. down. <laughs> <laughs> We're looking, but we have an open trial. Now I've DM'd a few former NBA players, uh, like six or seven former Michigan basketball players. A couple SVSU guys. So yeah, we're we're on the recruit right now. We're on the recruiting path. Um, if you if you want to try out for us or just shoot your resume over by basketball skills, let us know. Josh Morgan and uh, Austin Davis are on our number one two on our recruit board right now. So yep. uh, Charles Matthews said he's a little busy with the Shark Tank stuff, so he won't be coming. But that's all right. Um, we'll see. 
Jimmy Butler was a no response, but hoping to see if he responds back. I mean, he's busy. He uh, just got suspended, and then he was also in the Fallout Boy music video. So uh, maybe we'll see. So this is random. But speaking of Jimmy Butler, did you see he hosted a suspension party? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there was three guys for the Miami Heat that all got suspended, and he had he rented out like a sushi restaurant, and they went and watched the Heat game, and they're chin. Let's go Heat <laughs> while they're eating their sushi. Watching. The <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, All right, good roundtable, boys. Um, with Alex Good Journey now, sponsored by Stadium Designs. Sam, how's Stadium Designs doing? You guys having? Uh, yeah, time? spring is spring, and stay tuned. Follow on Instagram. We've been dropping a few different things here and there. For the most part, we're pretty postponed, but you know, we're still operating. We're uh, actually going to be at a couple booths in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Come through. Probably not going to do that. But do you guys make cat collars? I don't see why not. It could be a thing that is done. I need three Red Wings cat collars. Uh, one a little more feminine, maybe like a rose petal, like a rose with the Red Wings, like on the, on the neck. All right. I'll bring it up in our next yeah. town town meeting. I just bitched about people jumping on ship, and now I'm making the cats jump on jump on the main wagon. Damn me. Oh, well. Um, all right. Am I starting now? Sam brought it up earlier. Michigan basketball fans. So Sam, probably going basketball game. Sam watched all year of Michigan's. Uh, hey, if it was on Fox, I watched it. So this is the second one. It's on CBS, first off. And second off, Sam heard the Purdue crowd more than he heard the Michigan crowd, which is 100% true. I was there, boots on the ground, as the great Michigan fan that I am. Um, however, I was much more overwhelmed by the Purdue people that were there. It was Michigan spring break, so yeah, the Michigan students weren't as prevalent. However, a true Michigan person would either go and just, I don't know, do whatever, or don't sell your tickets to Purdue fans. You know, I've, I haven't been able to make it a couple games this year, so I just, well, I just swallow my tickets, you know? Just swallow that money. It means more. So any freaking now, Michigan basketball fans, just because they suck doesn't mean you need to give up. Ugh. Now, Sam, add your two cents. My two cents, which you cleared up with the spring break thing, was going to be uh, the student section being two-thirds Purdue fans. That was uh, interesting <laughs> to see. Oh, I would rather oh. just see empty seats there by Michigan. Like, don't do that. Yeah, so typically, so if you've never been to, you've been to Chrysler, and some people, a lot of people haven't. Student section is behind the Michigan bench and Purdue bench, but right behind the Purdue bench, they put their uh, parents and family. However, Sam noticed, and then the student section also goes up like one section of the court, and the other other part of the student section at Michigan is horrible, is the upper bowl. So it's ass, first off. But this time, this weekend, the Purdue student section was behind the Purdue parents or behind the Purdue bench, and then like the whole right side, and then that whole like upper lower was Purdue. It was very loud. It was extremely loud. Yeah, I can tell. It like Michigan would get back and kind of like quiet down because there's no Michigan fans there. And then Purdue would do something erupt like it was a Purdue home game. It was crazy. I that was say, upsetting me just watching on the couch. I was annoyed. Like, how can you let that happen? It was it was worse being there, trust me. Um, I will say the thing that yeah, it was louder for Michigan. Like when Michigan fans got loud, it was louder. It was just the fact that Purdue fans were able to make noise what was annoying. Like, Purdue players were pumping up the crowd. Like, you can't have that. What are we doing? 
I know you've had a you've had a really bad season. You're still Michigan. You know, you're still Michigan fans. Your football team's won a national title. Have a little gumption. Go to the games. The thing with Michigan is, yeah, bad season, but everything's been close. You know what close gets you in the Big Ten tournament? You're gonna make it. You're gonna have chances here. They can make a run. I have faith in Michigan making a run in the Big Ten tournament. Oh yeah. I mean, their best there's probably their second or first best player got hurt, so he's gone, Olivia Kemwa. Um, but I was like they're going to be the worst seed in the Big Ten, but they're going to line up with or Rutgers in the game one. They should be Rutgers. I, I know they lost to him. Max was boosting around with me, lost to him. Play him Thursday, probably lose to him. They should beat them, though. <laughs> they should. They, they should have won quite a few games. Game two would probably be Michigan State at this point. You know, a third crack at Sparty. Would love to see it. Game three, I shit you not, would be Wisconsin, who they've already beaten. Game four, well, now you're looking at probably either Purdue or Purdue, and that's probably where the fun ends. But, you know, match your hands up. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, is Doug McDaniel clear clear for takeoff of the Big Ten tournament? Yep, his studies have improved. His general studies class, he's flourishing with a C plus, so he's going to be on the road. C's get degrees. All right, amen. I'm with it with Dylan. Whatever thing Dylan just said, I'm with it. Hell yeah. All right, before we get to the main segment of episode 75, categorizing, categorizing quintessential sports qualities, let's do Max's Moments. Brought to you by Planet Fitness. Shout out to Planet Fitness. Looking to keep your New Year's resolution moving in the right direction while also maintaining high-flying vibes? Look no further than the big fitness energy sale at Planet Fitness. $1 startup fee, $400 annual fee, and $10 a month gets you access to everything you really truly need to be the best you you know. Search the Google to find a Planet Fitness near you. And remember, thumbs up, asses out. It's always Planet Fitness, never a doubt. All right, Max. Most memorable shit ever talked to you. Oh. Didn't see uh, that coming. No, I thought you were just going to say the memorable shit. Um, <laughs> that's tough. I don't know. There's been a lot of good ones. Okay, moving on. I- Maybe when I wore like zero, some kid told me I was like zero, like not good enough to have a number. Maybe I uh, killed an asshole because I have a cat named Zero. All right, most memorable mother sports moment. So your mom, Mrs. Loga, most memorable moment in sports with her. Uh, Loga Olympics. Her and I took first playing the new game, the yard pong game, and I think it was called. That was the highlight this year. Nice. Jared Pog will not be in the Olympics next year. So I'm glad you won the only time we'll be in. Congrats. All right. That was Max's Moments brought to you by Pat. <laughs> next week, we might be moving back to Sam's. Uh... Max had such, like nothing good. Mom literally, stopped a, mom literally stopped a bus for me to get on it for basketball, Max. Yeah. That's a mom moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mom ran from the bleachers and smacked on the glass and almost cracked it because I was laying in the corner one time. That's a mom moment. All right, moving on. Moving on to the main segment of episode 75, categorizing quintessential sports qualities. So we're going to name a specific position or a sport, and then we're going to name the qualities that we believe are most important. I'm going to go first. I'll give us a sport. Uh, U.S. Olympic curler, specifically United States American Olympic curler. Uh, I would say the ability to have a dad bod slash beer gut. You gotta be, you can't be skinny. You gotta be built, but not fit. You, you know, yeah. 
you gotta look fat correctly. You gotta look fat, but you gotta have a core. Because the way they like yes. keep that, you, know, you gotta have your balance. You gotta have a good core. Well, I think core is big. I was gonna say balance, balance is key. And I, if I remember correctly, it's been a little bit since seen them, but you gotta have good some good facial hair. I think each United States men's got like a mustache or a nice beard and some good hair. I remember a couple of them got some good hair. So those yeah. are good qualities. Balance is key. Good communication. You gotta be able to yell. Yeah, talk. Communicate, yep. Yeah, wherever your code word is. I think talking amongst each other, but also like talking shit to other people. Like if you if they're talking to each other, and I'm not sure the bylaws and the rules, but you throw a little yip 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 while the other person's not supposed to be yip yip yipping i might throw them off so i think that's key you think the u.s is at a disadvantage when they go to the olympics like everybody knows english like english people learn english but we're not out here learning swedish or korean like you know yeah i wouldn't say the u.s is disadvantage in anything no nah, you're right the greatest place planet place not the planet the greatest country in the whole goddamn world all right take that back <laughs> Hey, uh, I'll follow up with a uh, a jockey. Mm. Um, five foot two or below. (laughs) Short. Under a hundred, under a hundred pounds. That's what I was gonna say. Very light. Very uh. Uh, His uh, groinal his or her general uh reproductive parts should be compact. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um. How about great vision? They have to be able to see. I was going to say good vision. Um, Good multitasking. They got to slap a horse and be able to steer. That takes a lot of effort, I feel like. Yeah, I I got nothing else. I think maybe just being able to... How does does one even get into becoming a jockey? Well, it starts genetically, right? I think I think we nailed the main and most important thing. At birth, I mean, have you ever ever seen The Simpsons? Uh, They are... There's They're a community the land. of them. Yeah, There's right. a community the in a tree. Yeah. Uh, they come from there. They seem evil. I'll say. I'll say that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so true. But how do you find that land? Just call. Pick yeah, up call Columbia. <laughs> Take a flight down. All right. You guys see any women jockeys? I'll, I'll say. I'll throw out being a man. I don't know if there's any female jockeys. There might be one or two, but I don't think at the Kentucky Derby level. Yeah, I don't think I'd bet on them. It's kind of like it's kind of like NBA referees, right, or NFL officials. I don't think I'd trust that. <laughs> All right, Max, give us one. Um, I'm gonna go a little bit normal, a long snapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a couple of qualities said not as, not as athletic as a tight end, like poor stepbrother of a tight end. Long like, snapper. Yeah. Like, <laughs> White, yeah. Uh, loves the sport, but doesn't quite understand the sport. Uh, can't comprehend the plays. Understands snap far. I, I can get behind that. I also have written down. Um, gotta have great legs. Yep, I, I think that's key. Big, big, hands, big hands too. No small hands. Need big hands. Need a big hold throat through. So that's a good point. Big legs, yeah. Long legs. Strong forearms. Thanks a lot for them there. Arms, a lot of snapping and twisting. Yeah. yeah. I, I, to keep, keep spiral tight, I agree. I think uh, intelligent, too. You got to be able to read a blitz, maybe, because they are kind of like the captain at some point. If, uh, you know, when you have the punter back there, 
there's no quarterback. So you're kind of like directing things a little bit, maybe. So gotta read the play. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, let me throw one out there. Quarterback in the NFL. Tall. Tall. Slender. Slender. I mean, come on now. Patrick Mahomes, I would not say he's slender. Yeah, no, he's not. <laughs> Beefcake. Um, he ain't tall. So I think we're 0 for 2 so far. Let's keep going, though. Who's not tall? Wait, who? Bryce Young. He's not good. That's fair. There's no one. <laughs> um, communicate. You got to be able to communicate. You got to be able to read, listen. Um, have good shoulders. Yeah. I mean, let's be real. They just have to have a good face because they're going to have commercials. So they got to look good. You don't see ugly quarterbacks. Well, have you seen Gardner Minshew? I knew you were going to say that. But yeah, he still found his way on onto the screen. He's got commercials. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some people will find that divine. Some people would find his mustache. There are a lot of NFL quarterbacks. Like, think of all the quarterbacks the Jets have used in the last two years. There's like seven of them. Yeah, but I'm only thinking about the starters. I'm not. Th- I'm not caring about the three D that some teams have. I think about Chad Henney. I think. I think first off, you got to be able to hold a football, right? That's important. So I was watching the Barstool Combine, and some of those guys couldn't hold the football. I think you got to be able to hold a football, and that's yeah, probably number one. Probably number two is you got to be likable, right? If your team hates your ass, like homeboys out in Milton, question trades now, Zach Wilson, probably not going to la- not going to last long. Even as a backup, if you're likable, you'll last a very long time. I think number three, you, you really just got to be able to. We'll throw the ball, I guess. I'm like, yeah. you take a tight spiral, or is it okay if it wobbles? I mean, Jared Goss wobbles quite a bit, so I think it's okay. Ain't nothing yeah. wrong with a good wobble every now and then. Make sure your wide receiver is good. Why am I gonna, you know, make it easy on him? 